Okay, so before um, we learned this letter of the Semach Tzedek, um, I thought that um, the things that I worry about um, were benign, they didn't really affect me, they didn't um, really disturb my inner world. Um, I mean, Hasashalm, when there was a bigger it, thing that came up, then Yes, of course, uh, something that that that, uh, that I felt was a catastrophe. So then, yeah, that that did disturb. I I knew that disturbed me. But like the, on the average day, um, I didn't feel like um, things that I was concerned about. Things I was that I didn't even know that I, I I would call them as I wouldn't even describe myself as um, having worried about various things. I, I, I not only that the worries were were benign. I wouldn't even say that I that I that I worried. I wouldn't even describe myself as I'm worried about various things. It just came up. That's how you think. That's how that's how this is just a natural response. Number one. Number two, I didn't think that um, there was a way to address um, various uh, things I was concerned about because I thought these were this is just a natural way of looking at things. So there's no way to, way to address this. This is just called normal living. Um, and certainly I didn't think that the Torah and Hasidus um, discussed, discussed these, my, my inner world and what was going on inside of me. Um, and not, certainly not in a way that I could apply it and it could, it could change me. Um, and although um, you always meet people who... Uh, Mm-hmm. Like Ari Reber is a very big proponent about what you say and what you think. Um, but I didn't really feel like. I think I learned it from the Rebbe. Okay, yes. But when you I see a chassid. I, I, I definitely I learned a lot of things from the Rebbe about this, and but seeing a chassid who is a, a dugma chaya, who is animated by the, by the Rebbe's teachings, is, 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 a, uh, is a more tangible message from the Rebbe than just reading it in a book. But nevertheless, uh, um, I didn't really feel like um, that uh, that would really help me because it, it felt like it was more like an escape from reality instead of it um, being a, a uh, um, something that, that, that is more in, being living more in sync, more deeper. It felt like more of an escape. It felt like this is like, it's, it's a gimmick. It's like, I felt like it's like putting a band-aid on a disease. Like if you have, you're concerned about something, it's, it's legitimate, you are concerned. And now just like um, trying to ignore your concern seems to be an escape from reality. And it seems to be um, at best a band-aid for a serious disease. And at worst, it seems to be something that's, 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 that's unhelpful. And um, not only that, I also, besides meaning a great chassidim, like Rabbi Reber, you also meet people which are a little more abrasive about their trachut uh, uh, um Think it will be good. How dare you say? Like, more like a communistic way of speaking. Like you're not allowed to talk that way. Like so, so human 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 reaction is if someone tells you don't. You're like, come on, be real, stop pushing. You know, like so. And and there are, there are abrasive Jews out there. So so I I I felt like this was not like um. A, a real um, guide for my life, something that I could really uh, 
help help me because first of all there was no issue. Second of all, it wasn't. It's not it's only a band aid. I learned a long time ago. Yeah. You have to be abrasive about it. Then you yourself don't believe what you say. Uh huh. That, that's a cause people to come racist. If you do believe it, then the person will receive it. And I've seen it with experience. When I prepare myself properly, and what I'm about to say, then it's received. And if you don't, then it becomes a machalikas. Yeah. If a person is arguing with the other person, the stomach, the person giving over that message, is, is, he himself is not fully into his message. Right, right. You don't feel comfortable in your own shoes, and that's why you're. Then you have to take it, as the whole Shantra says, always put it backwards, I mean, inwards. Right. And the other thing is that um, um, I also felt that fear in general um, is. Who says that's such a bad. I mean, like, who says that's non kosher? Who says fear is a non kosher feeling? I didn't, I didn't think that fear was a non kosher feeling in the first place. Like, um, I, 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 there are all kinds of feelings we have, right? So, I know hatred is not a kosher feeling, that, that it says clear in Tanya. Just like there's Lashon Har speaking bad about someone, so to this thinking bad about someone. So, and there's other things I knew that you know that are are are, are unhealthy. But I didn't realize that um, I didn't think that fear was one of them. Um, I thought fear was more of a natural kind of thing that you feel, and Hashem uh, gives it to a person. I mean, the Gemara says it this way. The Gemara says that um, the reason why Hashem created lightning is to straighten out the crookedness of man's heart. So. Uh, so, so there are some kinds of, 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 of fears that just like just happens. So, so in this I letter, a story one time, a very powerful story, a quick story. Please, of a person. I think he was a doctor, if I'm not mistaken, a dentist, perhaps. This is a while ago. And they discovered a spot in his lung cancer. They found that it's a serious thing. It's so. Indeed, he died. I think like four or five months later, passed away. His son was cleaning up his, his belongings, his drawers. He found a, a folder. There was extra in the, X-rays in the folder. They were probably about 25 years old. Same spot was there. Wow. Wow. Once they discovered that, then the rest kicked in. Okay. So, 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 so what, is the, uh, what is the message I'm getting from this letter? And there are many messages here. Well, the message I have for this letter is number one like this. We st- we, the Tzemach Tzedek is talking to someone who is frightened about various things. And the Tzemach Tzedek clearly considers this person's fears to be unfounded. He, he starts off in the very first line, Hagam Even though your fears are completely unfounded, they're, 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 there's no reason for you to be afraid. I'm still not going to hold myself back to tell you what's in my heart. In other words, I want to share with him my heart, even though um, they are they are baseless. Which 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 means that um, the issue itself is what you feel. This is an issue. This is a problem. This is not something which you, which should be ignored. And and apparently this guy was was not just having some benign kind of fear. If the Tzemach Tzedek, uh, leader of the Jewish people, is sensing this guy's this guy's fears and addressing them. Um, there's, there's a, a tzaddik um, is the shepherd of the Jewish people and uh, he, um, he is appointed by Hashem to nourish every soul so this, this person's soul is, is, is not okay and comes to Tzemach Tzedek and Tzemach Tzedek says I need, to, I need to help you with this there's something going on inside your inner world in your heart which isn't okay now there are um there are d- divine factors in our feelings, 
as we say in our prayers, we ask Hashem to, to feel good, make me happy, Hashem. We ask Hashem, remove from us agony. And yet, the Tzimach Tzedek says, there are a lot of things that we experience that are based on our own, um, our own decision. And uh, a proof that there are things that we experience based upon our own decision, he brings to the laws of war. And I think that it's not just a, a proof, I think it's also very relevant to us um, because we are servants of Hashem, we are on the battlefield, we are, and so it's not just a proof in the laws of war, I think that the, the laws of war is what we're, we are in, involved with. In other words, in order to, be, to do, function as a father, as a husband, as a brother, as a friend, as a, a Jew, um, you need to pay, pay attention to the laws of war. What is Teresian about the laws of war? That it's forbidden for a soldier to be afraid. So Tzimach Tzedek says, let, let's, let's unpack this. What does it mean not to be afraid? It, it, it's impossible um, to, um, it seems, for a person to control his heart who is full of fear when he sees blood in war. What do you mean? What, why are we telling you not to, what does that mean? So Tzimach Tzedek makes the point that the Torah is not addressing the feelings in your heart, the Torah is addressing something more external. The Torah is addressing the, the, the nethermost part of yourself. The Torah is addressing your behavior. The Torah is not addressing your feelings. The Torah is not addressing your understanding. The Torah is addressing your behavior. Our behavior consists of three things. Things we think about, things we talk about, and things we do. And the... the so Maksadek says, we have the free choice, we have the full volition to choose what we say, what we think, and what we do. So, Zalatab writes in Tanya that everyone can be a Bainani at any moment. That means everyone could, at any moment could decide that they want to um, um, think about whatever they want to think about. So, the Torah's commandment not to be afraid means not to entertain things, not to entertain thoughts that, that terrorize you, that demoralize you, that, 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 that make you uncomfortable. Not, not to entertain these kinds of thoughts. And the Ramam says it clearly. Anyone who mavilus me, anyone who frightens himself, is transgressing a biblical commandment. It's a biblical commandment not to be afraid at wartime. I mean, the stakes are so high at wartime, and therefore it's, it's, that's why it's a biblical commandment. But even if it's not at wartime, again, you're in the service of Hashem, and here this, this, this chassid is, is, is dealing with something, so the Tzemach Tzedek is, is, is giving him instruction about his life, what he needs, even it's not a, maybe not a biblical commandment, we can argue if it is or if it isn't, but it's very important that, that he should not think about what he's afraid of. Why should he not think about what he's afraid of? So Tzemach Tzedek says, when you do this, there's an immediate change. When you stop thinking about what you're afraid of, the fear will go away from your heart. It may not go away. It may not go away immediately, but um, it at least will um, become dormant. Or reduce. So. Oh, so Tzimok Tzedek says... Oh, pay attention, if you think about it, and you put a heart manifest, let's say, on your heart, you will see it going down as, as you think about what oh, you're doing. Oh, oh, exactly. You can actually physically monitor it. Right, right, 100%. You could physically monitor your, um, the change, all, they, they, that's exactly what Tzimok Tzedek says. You could, you could actually monitor 
the change in your experience. What's going to happen is, is that the, the fear will become as if it's asleep in your body. It's, it's not, it's, it, may be, it may still be there in some part of you, but it's, not gonna, it's, not going, it's going to be more in a state of sleep. In other words, it's not gonna, you're not going to feel like a, a change in your blood pressure, a change in your... your in, in, it, it, it's it's going to be asleep. It's going to be something that's there, but it's not going to be something that's, that's um, as intense as when you do think about it. That's first of all. Second of all, he says, after a few days it will go away. The fear. And third of all, he says, it will not even enter your mind as a passing thought. Um, it will not even enter your mind, and things enter your mind different ways. It won't even enter your mind as a passing thought. So, in short, you have a choice when you're dealing with a situation, real or imaginary, doesn't matter. You have a choice. The choice is, are you going to think about the danger and thus nourish and intensify the fear? Or are you going to not think about it to control your thoughts to stay in the in your lane where your thoughts are meant to be which are you're supposed to think about what your role is in this world what you're supposed to be doing you're supposed to think about how Hashem is with you so if you um, if you decide to um, not engage with this go ahead sure it's interesting coincidence that this week's Pasha is by you and yeah we discussed it no, we, we discussed yes, earlier. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. no, it's good. Right. Very, very relevant. Well, right, it's a point, on wow. point. <laughs> to, to know how powerful Vayuva Moshe is, my wife, what did I come acquainted with Vayuva Moshe? That's, that's, that's briefly, that's to say, the reason why Pari found out it, about, it was about that Moshe killed the Egyptian was because Moshe was afraid that uh, Pari would find out. And that's what caused Pari to find out. Yeah. So, Mrs. Machnik from Oxnard, she says she had, at that time, she had, I think, four birds, very difficult birds. The fifth one was much, much easier, and she attributed partly to learning the Sikha. Learning the Sikha. So she advocates, and my wife advocates for other ladies to learn the Sikha. Wow. 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 So, just to understand what fear. Wow. It doesn't mean you can just throw it out, but if you start working with it, it'll, it'll change you. Well, change, it'll change. So, so why does it change? The reason it changes you is because we have to understand the anatomy of the soul a little better to understand why it changes us. We have three intellectual soul powers, and then we have six emotional soul powers. Then we have our behavior, our thought, speech, and action. Governing our intellectual soul, governing everything, is our desire. So it works like th- it works like this: you notice something, you come to a conclusion about it. Chachma is you noticing something, either with your eyes, with your mind, there's a discovery. Then after there's this discovery, then there is this, um, after the initial discovery, the next step is that there is a um, uh, conclusion. You come to conclusion. After you come to conclusion, that, that, that's not going to um, create any feelings in you, unless you think about how it's relevant to you. When you just think about how it's relevant to you, so then, the um, then this will begin to affect you. That's why the Zohar says that das is the key that holds six. Das means connecting things to yourself. Think, connecting things that you understand to yourself is the key that opens up your six feelings. What makes things go from the realm of the intellect to your emotions is your um, is your conscious connection to something. You feel connected. You feel whatever it is that I'm experiencing. Whatever it is that I may experience. 
is happening, it's going to happen to me. Whatever it is, is, is about me. If, when something, something becomes relevant to you, then, then, it, then it really triggers all your feelings. The famous story of, that the Rebbe shared once about um, this uh, teacher um, who was working in this home of this farmer, and the farmer was illiterate, and the teacher would always read the mail for this illiterate farmer, and one day the, a, mail, the, a letter comes and says that um, uh, your father died. So the teacher reads the letter, and while he's reading the letter, the farmer faints. So the obvious question is, why didn't the teacher faint? The teacher knows exactly how the father died. He read the letter. He knows the circumstances, how he died. He knows when he died. The reason he doesn't faint is because it's not his father. So in a similar way, um, when things are addressed in our, in our in our, when we come to conclusions intellectually about things, but we don't think it's relevant to us, it will not, it will not affect our feelings. What causes things to affect our feelings are our thoughts. And what, and what is what brings our um, what, what, what is the thing, that the, the, the link that brings our connectivity to an event, to our feelings? What's, the, what's, what's, that, what's that link called? I think it's called our thoughts. Whatever we think about, that's what, that's what feeds our feelings. If we don't think about something, then the feeling will go away. So, if a person will, thinks about a certain event that may happen, so that will create the feeling, intensify the feeling. If a person decides, I'm not going to think about this, that will take away the feeling. So, so instead of addressing the feeling with, let me analyze this and see if this is going to, something that's frightening or not frightening, instead of addressing it um, with bir sikhli, let me try to figure out if this is, this, this is something which is really, I, something which I should be, should be afraid of or not. Tzimach Tzedek says to address this in a more of a uh, seemingly uh, superficial fashion. Don't try to go down the route of figuring out why this fear is founded or unfounded. Go the superficial route and just decide not to think about it. Intentionally, consciously decide, I'm not going to think about this. And in order to think about, not to do that, it's not sufficient just to say to yourself, I'm going to fight with it, because your thoughts, you're always thinking. You have to think about something. So you should think about things that bring you joy, things you need to think about, think about what you're supposed to be doing, think about um, set times to study Torah, set times to study Torah with someone else, and, um, and act as if you are happy, even, as if you're full of joy, even though you may not feel joy. And do this again and again and again, and, and that will become, this will become your nature. By, um, by thinking... Uh, in sync with what you believe in, the Abishur is with you, and um, and Hashem is for sure going to help you. And this ha- and and you, and you train your mind to think that way. Um, that will become your nature. But even before it becomes your nature, th- there's two components here. Number one, the very fact you're not thinking about what you're frightened of that will take away the fear. To do this, you have to put your mind in something else. But even if you put your mind not in thoughts of bittachon, not in thoughts of trust in Hashem, just thoughts about what you need to do. That will already lessen the fear because you're not you're not feeding it. So we're not feeding it; it goes away. But um, but even more valuable would be to actually consciously decide to to um, think that Hashem is going to help you for sure. And then the Tzimach shared today is the day before the anniversary of the passing. Not tonight is. Yeah. 
Today's is the 22nd of Tavis, right? So, so the Tzema that the night before the altar had passed away, he was davening Meirif, and he was singing this, this, this melancholy tune, and the altar told him, after he waited for him to finish Meirif, and he said to him, at the, end of, at, at the end of davening, he said to him, I want to share with you a teaching that I heard from the Magid. What, what was the teaching? Uh, that Hashem has a throne, and of course, we don't know the meaning of of Hashem's throne, but uh, one of the things it says about Hashem's throne is that there is an image of man on the throne. So Tzemach Tzedek said that he heard from the Alter Rebbe, he heard from the Magid, uh, after he finished this melancholy Mairev, um, that, that the way a person exhibits feelings in this world, that's the way Hashem responds to him. So therefore the Alter said to him not to sing this kind of song. So, not to sing this kind of song, and, and not to uh, similarly um, not not to um, think about things that um, about your health, about your finances, um, that that bring you down, that 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 don't about, about things you're afraid of that may happen with them. Don't think those things. And then the tzemach tzedek um, goes further, and it's interesting. So it's, it's that will be a study in itself, and it's often just to to, to to study how the tzemach tzedek approaches it with this person, how he goes step by step with him. Uh, then Tzemach concludes and says, look, look at your own life. Look at last summer. Last summer you had such a great summer. Yeah, your health was... What, it doesn't say how it was so good, but uh, it, was, it, sound, it seemed like he was worried about his health. It seemed like he was worried about his finances. Tzemach says, you see that Hashem is blessing you. Why would you expect things to change? The Gemara says the opposite. The Gemara says Hashem is kindness to a person. It's, it's going to continue. Where does this come from that you're think, expecting things to change? So Tzemach says, this is coming from the seduction of the Yitzhahara. It's a heart is trying to throw throw this into you. You have to realize the, the source of this, realize what this is, where this is coming from. And therefore, throw this away like you would any lewd thought. Just like you know a lewd thought is something which you don't want to bring into you. You know it's 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 it's, it's abominable. Hashem says in clean the Torah. So Tzemach Sadak says you should have the same uh, visceral, I know visceral, the same response, absolute strong response to this kind of thought as way, well, push away with both hands, that this, this should not be part of you. Um, then, he, then he concludes a letter, and says, if you do want to worry about something, then uh, the Gemara says that Hashem gives the, the secrets of the Torah to someone who is concerned about their spiritual welfare, well, welfare, so use your worries to be concerned about your mistakes. And as I mentioned yesterday, even that for us in our generation is something which uh, is not, the Rebbe says it's something to be very cautious of because that could demoralize us. So, just want to say one more point, and that is that um, it's not a band-aid. Um, people think that I'm, I'm, I'm feigning um, by thinking of these kinds of thoughts because I really am concerned, I really am worried. And, and the Tzimach Tzedek is saying, no, your thoughts are, are very important to your health, to your, to your spiritual and physical health, and... It seems like to me, just like you, you are, even though you may not be in the mood of um, healthy foods, we eat healthy foods that make you healthier. So too, deciding to think healthier thoughts are um, are will will change your mood. Decide, consciously decide, I'm going to I'm going to have healthy thoughts. And finally, it, it, this is not also um, ignoring the need to um, to process your to process things. And there's time to process things, time to 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 to, to um, address 
your inner world and to address things that, you, that, that, that bother you and to have, validate your feelings. But, um, but that, that, that's something which is a... Um, which, which that also requires a, a, a you want to, you're, you're intentionally trying to help yourself. It's not because, in other words, we think, I'm just processing this. I'm just thinking about this. There's no just. What you think about will, will, will guide and govern your mood and your behavior. And therefore, if you are in need of discussing something with a friend, as, a, as it says in Hayom Yom, if you have a, it says in Proverbs, Hayom Yom says, if you have a worry in your heart, talk to someone else. That's a, that's a necessary thing. And therefore, it's a very specific thing to do. Talk to someone who cares about you and is with you, and you want to, whether you need guidance, whether you need just to, 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 to share with someone that itself is something, that's good. But that's, that's a, 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 a it's, 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 you're, you're doing this intentionally to help yourself. You want to share with someone, and you're, and you're doing this because, it, but here we're talking about your, your, your 24-7 thing. Your 24-7 thing has to be that you are not intent, you're intentionally not thinking thoughts that are demoralizing you, you're thinking thoughts that help you, you're saying words, you're acting in a happy way, you're walking with joy, you're saying words of joy, and um, this will, and this is what brings, brings the blessings of Hashem upon us for all good things. L'chaim. Thank you for thank you for not interrupting, but uh, but uh, animating. Uh, Rabbi Saul, can you um, please open the phone for a second? Yeah. Doctor. Morning.